Welcome to the Self-Talk Radio Show. Mind-changing radio. Why do most relationships fail? Why are the people we love often the most difficult to talk to? My guest, Paul Sterling, is an international public speaker, Amazon best-selling author, and relationship coach. He's the developer of a wide array of relationship and communication tools for couples and individuals, including the magic relationship method, from feeling ignored to being adored system, and the Amazon bestseller, Argue Less, Love More. Paul Sterling, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. And I, I love doing shows like this that are focused on giving people something positive that they can do, a difference that they can make. Because so many news today is all about the negative, and and it's nice to find a show where people are being uplifted. And Yeah. How do we communicate with each other? And it's the most important thing in the world to not only, you know, talking to others, but also talking to ourselves, which is what self-talk is all about, you know, is how do you talk to yourself to get you to the different level of uh, thinking and being in the world? Yeah, I once said if, if you want to be successful, you learn how to talk to other people. If you want to be happy, you learn how to talk to yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. So tell me your story. How did you go from being a captain of an 80-foot commercial fishing boat in Alaska to being a best-selling author and relationship coach? Um, There's an expression that says we teach what we need to learn. (laughs) And uh, so it was not a straight line at all. I went through one divorce, three broken engagements, and um, I happened to be lucky enough along the way to start learning about personal development. I ended up um, staffing for a guy named Tony Robbins. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Yeah. And then ended up working for him. And then years later, he hired me to come in and teach his inner circle. And I knew that life had changed when Tony was introducing me. Yeah. Now um, you've worked with some of my heroes, Rich Bandler. Yeah. Um, Richard Bandler. Yeah. And, neurolinguistic and programming and, and Robert Kiyosaki, Rich yeah. Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. So you, you've got quite a, a stable of experience there. Yeah. I had a lot of mentors that were amazing. And um, the one that, well, each one took me to the next level. And one of them that's no longer with us is a guy named Marshall Rosenberg. And he created mm. Um, something called nonviolent communication. And it was like all of a sudden a light went on when I saw that. It It's like when you go to put together a, a jigsaw puzzle, one of the most important things you need is the picture. Without the picture, it's hard to know where all the pieces fit. Yes. And when I learned nonviolent communication, it was like somebody gave me the the picture for the first time and then I started developing these principles of what to say and what not to say. There's an expression that says it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Well, they're wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it is what you say, mm-hmm. and it is how you say it. It's also what you hear and how you hear it. There's really four different pieces in there. To have a, a good conversation, what you have to avoid is triggering your partner or getting triggered. Mm. And what I tried to do, this book isn't the catch-all, end-all, whatever, be-all. It is one of the aspects of the relationship coaching I learned over the last 20 years, which is stop doing damage. Yes, that's important. Why, Why do most relationships fail? Well, most relationships fail because they run into problems that are bigger than their skill set. 
It's not because of a lack of love. If it was a lack of love, most divorces would be pretty amicable. I don't like you anymore. You don't like me. Great. Let's get a divorce. Mm-hmm. What what are, a painful divorce is I really love you, but I don't know how to get along with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That and hurts. I don't have the tools and I don't even know that there are the tools. Like one of the big steps is to realize, oh, my God, there's a set of tools. And if we're using the wrong tools, because if people say the lack of communication is a problem. No, no, because. If the lack of communication was a problem, more communication would be the solution. But often more communication makes stuff worse mm. because we're communicating in ways like over a simplification of BSW, bad, stupid, wrong. If we're trying to communicate in a way that makes our partners feel bad, stupid, and wrong, doing more of that, not going to help. Yeah, you mentioned in your book about um, one of the one of the common things couples go through in relationships is intimacy in the bedroom. How do you broach that with your partner if you're saying, "Look, I, you know, we haven't had any intimacy in months." How does that make your partner feel? Is there a way that you can turn that around that conversation? Well, the simple thing is, intimacy doesn't start in the bedroom. There are certain things that, like in our society. In America, we are symptom-driven. Like you listen to all the drug commercials and all the rest of it. We deal with the symptom, but very few times do we deal with the cause. What's causing the disease? What's causing the symptom? A lack of intimacy in the bedroom doesn't start in the bedroom. Somebody is not feeling heard, understood, and valued. They're not feeling precious. For the feminine to open their heart and their body they need to feel like they're honored, respected, and heard. What about trust? Trust is part of that. Mm-hmm. It's a key part of it. And and for the masculine, and this is, again, an overgeneralization, but the masculine tends to like, okay, we can switch. We can compartmentalize a lot more than the feminine can. It's from, you look at thousands of years of our DNA, men, hunter, we're supposed to turn off everything that's happening at the village to go hunt the bear. If we're thinking about what Joe said to Jane yesterday when we're in the middle of a bear hunt, not a good thing. (laughs) That's true. And for the feminine, the hunter, well, the gatherer, they need to be omni-focused and focused about everything because they're looking for all of the interconnections. Right. And... For the masculine, come to the bedroom. We're like, okay, now let's have lovemaking. And it's like, no. Oh, no, no, no. I want dinner and a movie. <laughs> yeah. Or I want a conversation. Right. Or, okay, so, you know, if you're, but if you're in that position where you're the partner and saying, it could be man or woman. Sure. That isn't getting the attention in the bedroom. How do you broach that without really coming down on your partner? Okay, so let me give you the, the, the big picture about communication. When you're speaking, there's three things you want. They're so fundamental, people like are going to hit their head and go, duh, of course. But we rarely give it to each other. We want to be heard, understood, and valued. And when we're speaking, we're, we want to speak with consciousness, compassion, and courage. We could do a whole like our, just on that, those six components. So when you're going to ask for 
lovemaking or some other precious need. And I often, I use masculine and feminine versus men and women. Right, it, right. You know, I deal with couples that have all the mix. Right. You know, we all have a feminine part and a masculine part. And when you're asking for what you want, I want more lovemaking. One way to almost guarantee you're not going to get what you want is by starting by making your partner wrong. Mm. Building, and there's five mistakes in the book, and one of them is case building. And as soon as somebody starts building a case against us, what we do is come up with resistance, resentment, and regret. So it's the three R's there. What you want is compassion and cooperation and connection. Mm -hmm. So if I make it about you, I'm almost guaranteed to fail. You are doing it wrong. You should want sex more often. You should, you you know, bad, you're bad, stupid, wrong. That is not a heart-opening conversation. If I come from wanting compassion and connection, I'm sad and hurt and disappointed and maybe even confused and wonder, is there something going on? Because we used to make love two, three times a week, and now we haven't done it in a month or two. And it's really confusing to me. So shifting that from, you know, being accusatory, case building, as you write in the book, to I feel this, is there something I can do better? Is that where you're going with it? Yeah. And, well, see, if you're a plumber... You have a language. <laughs> we that, go from intimacy to plumbing. I love it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I'll follow. <laughs> follow along here. If you have a plumber, there's a language that the plumbers speak. That's yes. a jargon. And and if you're a carpenter, if you're an attorney, if you're a doctor, there's a certain language mm-hmm. that allows them to communicate all these distinctions about their field. The language of love and the language of relationship is the language of feelings and needs. And we're trying to connect the beautiful feelings to a need either being met or not being met. Right. And as soon as we start building a case or storytelling or all these other mistakes, we start pushing our partner away. Farther away. Now tell me about story building because we've got case building and now there's storytelling. What's that? And these are all woven together. So number one, case building, anything you say can and will be used against (laughs) you in the bedroom, in the bathroom. Or whatever. Yeah. Right. Okay. Storytelling is our mind is a meaning-making machine. So when something happens or doesn't happen, we start to make up a meaning around it. So we haven't made love in a month or a month and a half. That means something. Now, to one person... It might mean something very different than to the other person. And the thing is, if we believe our, well, if we haven't made love, that means that we don't love each other. She doesn't love me anymore. She doesn't find me attractive. She's having an affair. Mm-hmm. Go so that way. Yeah. There's a story. And the thing is, the mind is not going to stop making up stories. But what we can do is we can check our stories out. We can go to our lover and say, I started making up a story. We haven't made love in a month and a half, and I'm making up the story that you don't find me attractive anymore, maybe even having an affair. Is that true? Versus, 
believing our story and coming out, you don't love me, you're having an affair, you're like... Right. So it's almost like a Byron Katie. Is that true? Is that really true? Yeah. Byron yeah. Katie is another person I've studied. Oh, isn't amazing. she amazing? Yeah, I love the work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's great. And, so I, I want to get back um, with, with your other questions that you have or, or the, the, the five steps that that you went through within the book and I just wanted to understand the magic relationship method because that's what we're talking about is right. within your book. So we've got case building, we've got story building, and then there's three... Storytelling. Storytelling. Then the next one is message assuming. And it's like not like I came up with any of these. I just... You lived them. <laughs> I lived them. I wrote them down. I noticed the patterns. Right. So it's what's running and often ruining our relationships is our habits, patterns, and beliefs. And the thing about all three of those is those are most likely invisible. Mm -hmm. Like you could drive to work and show up at work and go, oh, it's not even a work day. I just got in this pattern of driving this way and here I am, boom. Yeah, and you're not even aware of what you're doing. Yeah, and we do that in our relationship and communication. So message assuming is the more important the message, the more you have to slow it down and check in. I don't know what you heard. I only know what I think I said. So I'll go, can you tell me what you heard me say? Oh, you heard that? Now, typically what happens is I'll say something like, honey, will you take out the trash? And you look at me funny and I go, wow, can you tell me what you heard me say? Yeah. You said, I never help around the house. I'm not doing enough. You don't appreciate anything that I do. And I'm like, I can go two places with that. I can go the normal place. Like, you, that's not what I said. You never listen right. What's wrong with you? Get and then it, the argument escalates and off to right. the races we go. Or and, and that's a downward spiral to relationship hell. Or we can go, wow, that's what you heard. No wonder you're upset. Now, here's a distinction that the listener may want to get, and this is not normal because I don't teach normal communication. Normal communication, that's, you look at what's happening on the planet today, that's based on normal communication. It's pretty insane out there. We need to fix it. <laughs> that's why we're here, Paul. <laughs> but what, what you can go is you can be responsible not just for what you said, but what they heard. Responsible for what they said and what they heard? We delve deeper into the conversation with best-selling author Paul Sterling, author of Argue Less, Love More, on Self Talk Radio Show. Can't sleep? Try this. Sleep Meditation offers soothing meditations to help you sleep like a baby and awaken what's inside. All you have to do is choose the meditation you want to listen to from our library at sleepmeditation.org. Click play and enjoy. If you want to keep the recording, purchase the downloads you want. Plus, Sleep Meditation offers specials on motivational pieces that help you start positive change, stop bad habits, or sleep like a baby. Sleepmeditation.org. Frustrated with your communications with your loved ones? Best-selling author Paul Sterling delves deeper into the conversation, talking about his book, Argue Less, Love More, on Self Talk Radio Show. Wow, you heard that? Let me try again. No wonder you're upset. Mm. So let me try again and go, so honey, I'm wanting to do the dishes, and then after I'm done, I want to cuddle on the couch and watch a movie with you, and it'd really be cool if you'd be willing to take out the trash 
so that we're done at the same time. I see. I see. And the other thing I might have heard there is I might have heard, I'm wondering if you're wanting some acknowledgement and appreciation for the many ways you contribute around the house. And I realize sometimes I get in a rut and I forget to acknowledge and appreciate you. So message assuming it's like, I'm going to go, can you tell me what you heard me say? Oh, no wonder. And I'll check in and I'll, I'll do it. Or I'll, in, I'll slow you down and go, let me tell you what I think I just heard. And, and the masculine needs chunks. The feminine wants to get the whole thing out. Yes. And it's overwhelming. And it's like 40 words, chunk it down. Here's chunk one. Tell me, tell me what you heard me say. Can you tell? Yeah, yeah. We're speaking with Paul Sterling. He's the best-selling author of Argue Less, Love More, Five Communication Secrets for Couples Who Want Less Pain and More Passion on Self-Talk Radio Show. Um, I, you had a scenario in there. <laughs> As a parent, I was cringing because it said... Um, your daughter comes to you and says, okay, I'm going to a party. There's no chaperones, and there's going to be boys there. Oh, and it's a sleepover. Can I go? And my gut reaction is, you know, hell no. <laughs> you're chained to your room until you're 32. And and so can you help um, coach us through that when we're talking to our kids? And there's a definite no there, but how do you make it so that it almost becomes your child's um perspective or child's decision if if that's at all possible to do i just would like your take on that. well no there's two ways to spell no <laughs> n-o or, the way that i do it no i absolutely you know you right. go to your room <laughs> or k-n-o-w which is i don't know how to have you get your needs met and my needs met so let's have a conversation where we understand each other. So there is a place where you're definitely trying to protect your daughter. You have a need for her safety. Yes. And that that's a dominant need. Now, you can express that need as a dictator. No, because I said so. That, by the way, is what I call an adult tantrum. Mm-hmm. Because I said so, I'm do- pulling the power struggle. Meanwhile, I say d- no bullying. And yeah. yet, I bully. But I'm bullying you. Yeah. Right. So, and it doesn't mean that you're going to let her go. It means that you get clear that she gets it, that you got it, what her beautiful needs are. So, honey, I'm wondering if you're needing acceptance and fun and connection with your friends. And she'll be like, well, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to hang out with my friends. Well, can you t- guess what my needs are? <laughs> to be Attila the Hun. <laughs> right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. That's what you heard. I'd like to t- try yeah. again. Right. I have needs for your safety. Mm-hmm. And, and I have a need to rest tonight and actually get some sleep. And the idea of you being in a sleepover with boys right now, I would not be able to sleep. And so I want to figure out a solution that meets your needs and my needs. Mm-hmm. Would that be okay? Yeah. And and then she can say, and, and mom, we don't want you to be the chaperone at this party. <laughs> right. Or but, maybe yes. You know, but the, the point is, is listening 
you know, listening to what her needs are, listening to what the parents' needs are, and then coming to a decision. And it it seems, you know, that I personally wouldn't let my daughter go to a party with no chaperones and boys in the sleepover. That's just something personally I wouldn't do. So, and you're not advocating that either. No. You're saying listen to what the needs are and then come to some other solution. And have her understand your beautiful needs and be able to express them so it doesn't end up being like, just because I said no, you end up having a beautiful intimate conversation about your needs and her safety because that's part as a parent that's part of the beautiful need we have is for the safety and well-being of our children well and also as a parent in my opinion your job as a parent is to teach your child how to parent themselves so that they can make those decisions as they grow older you know you're there as a compass but you're hoping that they have an internal compass by the time, if you've schooled them and parented them correctly. That's the fervent hope of a parent, I would think. Right. Yeah. And this is going to get into, see, we're jumped to, to number five. So maybe we should go to number four. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll no, 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 no. This is great. This is yeah. how it works. They yeah. all weave together. They weave together. Number four. So we had number one. Uh, case building number two and see that would be the thing you'd be building a case against your daughter yep and and so you've lost before you've even come out of the gate right and part of the reason is because you're telling yourself a story yes number two right yeah storytelling number two okay and then number three is message assuming and so you've got to get the message back and forth number four is something called cup stuffing and ah yes explain cup stuffing because that happens in our family all the time Go for it. <laughs> so cup stuffing is if if I have a cup here and I have this beautiful self-talk radio show cup in <laughs> front our, of me. Our infamous mug, yes. <laughs> and if it's full of water, how much more can I get in there? Ah, uh, yes. What if I yell at it? What if I'm really nice? What if I withhold love and manipulate? When the cup is full, the cup is full. And people have an emotional cup that's full. So say you come home from doing a radio show you get a flat tire, you're stressed out, you walk in the door and your daughter goes, I want to go to a party. It's like, what chance does she have of being heard by you? Oh, zero. Yeah. Because your cup is full. Mm -hmm. And normally we say, can't you see, leave me the whatever alone. I'm trying to make it nice for radio. Thank you. (laughs) We appreciate that. (laughs) But what's going on is you're they're not set up to win with you right now. So when somebody's cup is full and you want to be heard, you have a choice. Honey, it looks like your cup's full. Do you want some empathy? Do you want me to listen to you? Or do you need some space to empty your own cup? Mm -hmm. So when you're going to have a challenging conversation with your partner, your kids, you want to make sure everybody's cup is empty. Otherwise you don't have a chance. And, Around the house, once you learn this, it's a passcode. It's really easy. Like my beloved can be busy, focused, and I'll walk in. I think I'm the center of the universe, and she should instantly pay attention. She can just look at me and go, cut full, half hour. And rather than me taking anything personally or, or feeling like she doesn't care, I go, got it, half hour. I think that's my favorite part of your book. When I saw cup stuffing and cup full, 
it it just resonates so much because we've had so many battles just in my family, even in work, where you walk in and you start spillings on people and you don't know what they've already been through when you walk in the room and just saying, you know, hey, my cup's full. I Give me 30 minutes and then I can really focus. I think that's such a fabulous piece of advice. Now, you also have some videos that are tied to these yeah, to the, and some exercises. Yeah, the magic relationship dot com forward slash book bonus mm-hmm. they can get um the they put their name and email in and they get their seven videos that tie in and take this to a deeper level you know the book they get on amazon they can just yeah. go argue less love more on amazon they get i think the paperback is like 9.97 the ebook is 2.99 wow that's uh, great okay then they can get the videos or they can get coaching. I coach people all around, basically around the world in South America and England, Hawaii, Australia. I know. You were chilling in Hawaii not too long ago. You're here in uh, the 802. That's great. Yeah, we spent six months there t- in teaching. and Nice. And so I want to get to that last one. So cup stuffing is a critical one. And it, it's a good code because the idea here is to get away from triggering each other and taking things personally. Right, right. Um, so number five is the fatal Fs, otherwise known as maleitis. So when I say maleitis, it's that masculine side of us that wants to fix stuff and protect stuff and is like, where's the dragon to slay? And oftentimes, when the feminine comes to the masculine in pain... And this doesn't matter whether it's a lesbian relationship or right. a man and a woman or whatever. But um, when the, the feminine comes to the masculine pain, the masculine mind tends to hear it. It's either my fault or my responsibility. So the more pain you're in right now, the more I did something bad, stupid, wrong. So if I could just fix you and get you out of pain, I'll feel okay. But you being in pain makes me really uncomfortable, so stop it. Right. It's like that. Um, Do you ever see the YouTube video of the woman? She has a nail in her head. Yeah. I, and she's saying, oh, you know, I wish this pain would go away. And, and the husband is looking at her going, honey, you got a nail. And, you know, stop trying to fix it. She said, it's a, I'll, I'll post it on Self Talk Radio Show on the page so you can refer to it. But it's like that. It's and like that. Sometimes you don't want him to fix it. You just want him to listen to what you know just to get it out sometimes right. we just want to be heard and understood yeah. yes understood and valued. that and valued. trilogy yeah. heard understood yeah. valued. yeah and the thing is for the masculine um there's three relationship skills i teach these are not in the book but when i'm they're going into workshops and stuff number one is how to clear up the past so anytime that we're in a relationship you know people say i don't want to be the in a rebound relationship. I'm like, after somebody's left mom, it's all rebound. You're oh, in a yeah. rebound relationship. It's just a matter of how big of a rebound. Right, right. Um, so part of it is to heal the past, heal the past of this relationship and heal whatever past you had in previous relationships. The second powerful skill is um, how to be present with each other. So how to be present like with your daughter and her disappointment about not going to the party without trying to, like, because for moms, that's where their masculine, like, energy 
comes out that oh yeah protector protective yeah Ooh, mama bear yeah i'm know. rottweiler mother at home <laughs> so for that's, good or bad <laughs> yeah and and it's teaching the masculine how to be with you in your pain without trying to fix it or change it and part of that is you need to set them up to win you need to say honey i need to vent about work and it would really be helpful if you just fed back what you heard without offering ideas. And like with my beloved, if she's upset and hurt, I will ask. I, and I, it's from years of conditioning because I've got maleitis as good as anybody. Sure. I want to fix it. Yeah. But I will ask, do you want empathy or do you want ideas? And most of the time, empathy, empty, empty me. It's like emptying their emotional cup. And oftentimes after that, they'll go, yeah, I would like an idea. Yeah. Yep. So um, that maleitis is a fixing. And when if I offer you an idea and then a week later you come back and say, well, we still have the same problem at work. Well, did you try my idea? Don't you respect me? We get in. A, yeah. The second after is we get in a fight about it. Mm-hmm. And then third week you come back, say same problem at work. And you look over and I am emotionally gone. I have fleed the scene. I have either physically got up and left or um, emotionally got up and left. So that kind of gives you an idea of what's going on. So fix it, fight it, and then flee from flee it. Flee from it. Okay. So those so, are the big three yeah. that to try to avoid. All right. Well, thank you, Paul Sterling. He's the author, best-selling author of Argue Less, Love More, Five Communication Secrets for Couples Who Want Less Pain and More Passion. You also have the website that has the videos, which is? The website is Magic Relationship, that's singular, magicrelationship.com forward slash um, book bonus. And there you can put your name and email in. And um, what you need to do is get the book from Amazon first. And then go there and put your name and email in. And there's several bonuses that I give you print out for the refrigerator and the videos. And uh, there'll be a live interactive webinar with the author. That's me. That's you. And do you have any workshops coming up? Um, Um, Not right now. We just did one in Burlington. The next one's probably going to be in Hawaii. Uh, Oh, that's tough to take. If all of a sudden (laughs) I had... 20 people in Burlington say, yeah, we want one in the beginning of November. I'd, I'd probably do it. Twist your arm. <laughs> I, I love doing it. It's a three-hour course, but it goes through. It's, it's the most profound three hours for people. I've taken 20 years plus of um, my relationship coaching and thought, what is the essence? If I boil it down to three core things, that would be it. Number one is communication issues, which we started talking about here. Mm-hmm. Number two is the seven core needs. Well, we have more than that, but if those seven core needs aren't being met, your relationship's going to fall apart. And the third part is what parts of the brain affect the relationship? Because if we're triggered and we have poor communication skills and our needs are not going to get met, we're basically in the perfect storm for relationship health. Mm, And that's what we want to avoid, and that's why you've got the book and the videos. Thank you so much. Paul Sterling, my guest today. I'm Sarah Spencer for Self Talk Radio Show.